Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. I'm Sam. And I'm Megan. This episode is sponsored by Brown Lab Media. Brown Lab Media is focused on creating and promoting original content, personal brands, business, or anything media-related by people of color. So when you have a chance, feel free to check them out, brownlabmedia.com. You want to take it from there a little bit? Yeah, I think we're going to talk about commitment and commitment issues, and primarily mine. Um, I think starting as, as young as I can remember, just having like problems committing, and does that correlate with adoption? Is that just me having my own like crazy problems and like kind of digging into that a little bit? Yeah, it's interesting because you you know you've um, been speaking with a lot of other adopted adoptees, um, and I'd wonder too, like maybe with your own inner thoughts, like. Maybe have you also connected certain things of aspects and maybe seen a theme of that, you know, in terms of like commitment or mm -hmm. people not sticking to things for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so. I think um, at first when this idea kind of came to my head, I was a little hesitant to talk about it because I was like, damn, I quit so many things when I was a kid, like as far yeah. as sports. Um, just a side note, talking to you about it, talking about um, starting with dance. I quit that right away. Like hmm. right after I got to my first recital, I was horrified. And I was like, I got up in front of all these people at like three years old and I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And um, dance, karate, soccer, lacrosse, hockey, um, just all of these things, just wanting to quit. Swimming was a really big one for me. But why did you want to quit? Where each I just didn't like them anymore. And yeah, for, the, for their own reasons, like I yeah. guess swimming was um, really embarrassing kind of. So I guess I'll tell a story. I was on a swim team and they were a little bit older than me. They were all uh, maybe three to five years older than me. And I was the youngest one and I loved it. I loved swimming. I loved everything about it. And I was at a meet and I believe it was um, Iowa. And there was, it was a meet, right? So it was a swimming meet. There was a lot of, there was other pools next to each other. And so we were getting ready to jump in the pool. And what happens at swimming meets is where somebody has a gun, right? Was it indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Okay. So somebody has a gun. And they have these like, dee, 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 ding, and like then they shoot the gun. And somebody shot the gun, and all of us jumped in, and I'm swimming and swimming and swimming. And I realize I'm in the first place, and I'm just like, yeah, like I'm winning, everything's amazing. But then I realize like somebody started chasing after me in my lane, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I turned back, and the person like grabbed me, and I'm like, yo, you're disqualified. Like, you're, wow. that, that, that gun you heard, that wasn't for your race. And I was like, oh. It was for like a race next to you? Yeah, and so a few of us thought it was, but obviously like I just kept going and just thought yeah. that it was a part of the race. And so it was really embarrassing. And I don't remember, maybe I wasn't disqualified, but I remember we did have to start again. And I was just so embarrassed. And I was just like, ah, I don't know. Your mind was out of this. it by then. Kinda. And yeah. then I guess like another weird incident happened where I was like, at, it was like one of my big first sleepovers and it was with the swim team and I was so nervous that I like puked in this girl's hair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and like, and then in her mom's hands and like, and then on their stairs. And then I was like, all right, I think that probably like threw me over. Wow. You must have had to been really nervous in order to get to the puking stage. I don't think I've ever crossed that boundary, which is, that's, that's saying something then, huh? Yeah. I think it's just cause I don't. Was that was before or that after the swim? I, swim meet? I bet you it was around the same time. And so it was probably just like, you know, oh, man. just another sucker punch to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm probably never going to talk to you guys again. 
to no, that. No, seriously, that was it, I think. Huh. Yeah, that's probably the last straw. But I think it was just kind of getting myself in uncomfortable positions and then just kind of leaving. And prior to talking to other adoptees, I thought, all right, well, maybe I'm just kind of like weak a little bit in that per se. But some of them were telling me, you know, it might have just been because um, it's what you, you knew what you wanted. Like after that moment of maybe weakness or whatever you thought it was, you kind of dip because you just realized you didn't really want to be there anymore. And yeah, I that suppose that's be better than um, you staying even after that on top of you not wanting to be there, but you're still staying because I don't know, you're just staying, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Could have. Yeah, I suppose that's better. And I guess in all aspects of sports for me, I just really like the practicing. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I didn't mind games. But I just, I loved the practicing, so when it, when we got up to the games, I guess I just got really nervous, too. So. so could you say that was, like, the last time that you kind of failed to follow through in, in the sense of just being committed? With swimming or, or with sports with, in with, general? With anything in general, per se. Um, was did, did that theme continue later on? Because how old were you during that time? Um, I think with sports, that kind of ended around, I think the last sport I quit was lacrosse in... Um, Oh, so there's. Oh, okay. So it la, just built. Lacrosse was what was what was that with lacrosse? What was um, the? Oh, I realized that somebody was better than me, uh, and um, I was playing first string for a while, and then you know a n younger uh, class came up, and there was girls, and they were faster than me, taller than me, better than me. So mm. I just realized I got to a point where I was like, got phased out. Yeah, I got phased out, and I That's wasn't really right. trying to stay for my. I think I stayed like maybe junior, and then I left or senior. I don't remember, but just getting to a point where I'm like, this isn't like. It's not something I want to do anymore. I know, I know I'm not going to go professional. So, like, low-key, why am I Yeah, why pushing? are you sticking through it? Kind of wasting you know, kinda, time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody ha had played uh, any kind of sports, too. A little bit off topic, but I'd be curious to know if anybody uh, stopped sports for whatever reason, whether you kind of realized that, you know, you were never going to go pro and it was never going to really happen or there was something like, you know, along the lines of an embarrassing <laughs> moment. Definitely love to hear you guys' uh, uh, stories on that. It'd be awesome to, you know, share. So feel free to comment down below and uh, let us know. Moving forward, what did you think that that might have changed in, in your life compared to the inconsistencies of you not sticking to something? And then has that changed now? Yeah, I think um, for me, I feel like I go 100%, like 150% at things where um, I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. I guess an example recently would be us fishing, right? Yeah. It was just kind of like this idea of like, hey, let's go fishing. And then all of a sudden we, we go fishing and we have such a great time. And we're like, no, let's go all out fishing. And then yeah. we get the rods and we start researching, we start watching videos, we start getting like the pliers and the knives and everything. We're just going all in. And we've actually really been sticking with it, which I love because I'm kind of like, I, I go all in and then I'm like, mm. you know, you kind of just back out a little bit because you're like, I don't know if I get bored fast or what it is. I just think I need to kind of work on the consistency of things. Yeah, it's weird too. You know, um, definitely like I, for one, I think from the youngest age, I don't know if you guys have been following my story in previous podcasts, music has been released uh, in my life a lot. And I started loving music when I was like 13 and that love has never really died down. So in terms of commitment, I've always really, you know, 
kept on that music theme even up until high school not wanting to hang out with my friends i want to go to parties because i just wanted to like go over to my vocalist house and just like play music just jam out with my band because we had a mission we wanted to write an ep we wanted to get signed we wanted to live you know the the, the rock and roll dream you know and we were all like super stoked on that and that kind of led up into you know later on in high school when I was thinking about college and I wanted to figure out where I wanted to go to school and that ultimately dictated whether or not I was going to go out of state or whether or not I was going to stay in state my mom uh off topic tip really wanted me to go outside of state she really wanted me to have that college experience and she even was like yo please like just go I'll like get you a car and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, because I, I felt commitment. I was yeah. like, yo, my band needs me. I can't leave them mm. because we made a promise. We made a pact, you know, and I was going to see that out till the end, even if it meant sacrificing, you know, my own personal um, experiences that I could have had out in whatever college I decided to choose. Um, so, yeah, so that kind of, you know, kept on trucking um even after college even with jobs i really kind of made it a, a staple to to make time for band practice to make time to record to kind of like you know hang back when my friends are going out to you know the bars or like clubs and stuff like that that it was always consistent so um your commitment level is pretty strong yeah as far as music for sure yeah so you know that I was kind of like a little bit on the opposite mm -hmm. side of, of that. But I can also say that, you know, it does it does test you. It really tests you and it really like forces you to, you know, find the unpleasant things pleasant and, f and making that work in your own way, yeah. you know. And um, I, gu I guess an example is um, I don't know how to uh use logic pro it's an interface that you're able to record music on and i was always just a guitar guy and the thought of learning this crazy software was just so overwhelming to me but for some reason i guess ironically me kind of like having to go back to college and like finish my degree, I had to learn math. I ultimately had to, you know, math wasn't always uh, something I really wanted to do, but because I had to force myself to learn something I didn't want to learn, it wasn't because I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't like math because of what it was. I didn't, I didn't like math because I wasn't good at it. I wasn't able to learn it. But once I started to learn it, mm -hmm. then I started to actually really enjoy it. And really love going through the processes of trying to figure out why I got a wrong number. I'm going a little bit on a tangent, but I'm trying to make a point. The point being also is, is that learning that software, I took pleasure at it the same way I tried to take pleasure at learning math problems. Because it's just, you, when you understand that, you can you, it makes the whole process so much more easier. And that's kind of how I, I viewed it. You know, something that you know, need to be done. So if you're going to do it, like, let's, in, let's immerse ourselves in it. And you can't really get to that point unless you don't give up where that's where I was really lacking with things is like, I got to a point and then I gave up and I got deterred really fast. And I just yeah. went to the next and went to the next. And it does, it has its benefits. And it's like, it has its pros and cons. Because with you, I feel like you don't really get deterred as fast as I do. You're like, well, yeah, like, we messed up or let, let's keep going. And I'm like, no, like, everything's falling apart. And you're like, N I mean, no, we still have the rest of the day. And so I, I really like uh, that, too. Yeah, that's interesting. I completely forgot 
that that was like a theme with you sometimes in terms of like something not panning out in the beginning of the day and then kind of like very kind of like um, pessimistic in terms of the outcome and whether or not the day can be salvaged. Yeah. Which is interesting too. I, I never thought about that. But um, I can say too, I was actually there. I actually can say that like definitely in like high school, me, including my vocalists were very, very, um, we, we cared a lot. Right. So if, if when we recorded an EP, if it didn't make that mu um, as much buzz as we thought, mm -hmm. I was like, God, that like, it, it, I don't even know what to do. I don't like, it was just so like downward spiral. Mm -hmm. But then unfortunately for us or other members in the band who are like, yo, chill out guys. Like, take a deep breath we got this you know and we're like all right all right all right i trust you and we you know like i was saying we bought in to that mentality and i guess it it stuck and i guess it it has its pros and cons but yeah but um, i guess pushing forward with things that you know you don't like um i guess another example too would be jobs you know before i came here i think i had maybe 16 17 jobs under my belt just because I didn't, and a lot of people give me shit for it. They're just kind of like, Ugh, you only stay a few months or you only stay a year and then you leave. I'm just kind of like, well, which is kind of the opposite of you. When I was in Minnesota, I really thought that I had to find a job and stick there for the rest of my life and retire there. So I was like, okay, if I don't like it, I'm leaving. Um, but then I kind of got to a point where, like you always say, you know, your job is for, to fund your dreams. Yeah. And so despite like whatever job, you have you know if you're comfortable and if you if it's easy enough you know and it's not like too taxing on your mind then you know keep it it's a keeper it's a winner you know yeah. because then you can use that extra strength and power at the end of the day to push forward on your dreams and the things that you really want to do and so looking at it from that mentality too i think it was nice having this giant stack of jobs to say okay i don't want to do like I don't want to be a designer in the salon industry or maybe even the apparel industry or um, the city industry or the educational industry and just kind of like keep building on these things that I do and don't like and kind of merge them into what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has its pros and cons of not necessarily being as committed to one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just in case you guys are tuning in um, this podcast, we're talking about commitment and how it relates to adoptees and if there's kind of a correlation. And I guess prior we were talking that, you know, there there is some kind of, I think, correlation between that because um, of, you know, speaking with other adoptees and kind of getting a little bit more of uh, other stories to kind of contrast to your own story, to my story and um, see about that. But yeah, like you were saying too earlier, it is hard. It is. It is hard. Um, definitely one thing that I had to really reevaluate thinking was when my band kind of dissolved. And that was really a testing testament, testing me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe not testament isn't the right word, but testing me in terms of my dreams, and my passions, because since the moment I started to love music, I was always in a band. I was always part of a unit. I was always part of a team. It was never me. Um, and I love that because I was able to rely on other people when I was feeling down and they were able to rely on me when they were feeling pessimistic about anything, whether it be that a show didn't go well, whether it be, um, a song wasn't perceived as well as we might've wanted it to be. But, um, ultimately when my band dissolved for kind of like the final time, everyone kind of just thought that, you know for whatever reason, they just wanted to move on with their lives. I had to make a choice. And my choice was either I abandon ship, 
you know, either I'm just like, you know, let, let me just salvage what I can salvage and just move on to something else that I might love. Like, I don't know. Um, it's weird to think, right? Because it's like, you know, you have your hobbies, but like, what's, what can you say, you know, like what, you know, I, I like snowboarding. I don't know. I like fishing. What yeah. am I going to make it? How, how to, I don't even know the first thing to do about professional fishing or, or uh, recreational sports of that matter. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely had to, it de definitely tested me and I had to, I had to pivot and, um, decide on my own if I really wanted to continue that. But, um, but I guess that would be the other, other side of commitment, you know, like how, how far are you willing to keep that commitment going and, yeah. and, for what reason would it deter you? And either way is, is perfectly okay. I guess it really depends on how you feel. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I guess I can say like a, uh, an example would be like, you know, a football player who's mid thirties, who's kind of about to retire, but he's kind of, he's, his mind's still in it. And if his mind's still in it, then that might be a good precursor to keep going. You know, maybe this year I'll, I'll I'm good. I, I can do it. But if your mind's not in it, it ends up not being a good year and you end up kind of just getting phased out. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I guess like at the end of the day too, cause that person pivoted to like, whether they stay in football or for you, whether you stayed into music or not, but I guess you did. So you stayed into music, yeah. but you just pivoted and went somewhere else. Yeah. And so that commitment to stay with music, although the line might have not been straight, it might've gone like all over the place, but you're still in that line and you're still going forward with it. And I think that that says a lot about you, but I was just, also curious if you thought and I kind I feel like I kind of know the answer to this but if um if you think it has anything to do with adoption and why you're so committed to something or like trying to make something work yeah actually yeah it has you know I guess um from the youngest age one of the catalysts of me pursuing the music and keeping it on for so long is that commitment of um self-worth I think for me um trying to show that I have a gift and I can hone in my talents and I don't necessarily want to go the traditional school route and that I could do it on my own and you know win or fail I'm going to see it through till the end and I think I promised myself that from a young age and I and I you know reinstill that promise every three or four years depending on if I was going through hard times musically wise or mentality wise and i was getting tested like am i going to give up now is this the end we lost two members of the band like mm -hmm. i'm tired of searching but you know the show must go on we have to we have to you made a promise you have to stick through that promise you have to see it through till the end and, and for good or for worse i don't know we'll see you know mm -hmm. the, the journey's not over yet you know there's still a lot of work to be done mm -hmm. um so we'll see but uh i guess too from the accomplishments that i have made where pivoting in terms of a changing a whole style of music, I was so far pretty successful. Yeah. I, you know, I learned a lot about Logic Pro. Huge, 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 painful first year. <laughs> I mean, painful. It was tough. I questioned myself every day, just kind of like, damn, is this worth it? Damn, this is so annoying. Damn, why isn't this sounding, excuse me for profound <laughs> but like why isn't this sounding like like i'm hearing like the professionals like I, it seems so easy but 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 it's not and I, I just don't get it like what you know i'm just like searching researching reading you know just experimenting and and you know just to see you know now i know so much i know side chain compression i know the different compressors i know delay i know reverb i i, I know how to um aut vocal automate stuff um but it's just 
interesting up until this moment you know i have this ep it, it was it's great i have five songs and i one of the songs actually like a small record label loved it so like that was a huge accomplishment for me um so they didn't just love it they signed you yeah let's not forget yeah. that let's not forget that like i, I didn't know if you're gonna say that or not but i think that it's really important because like you said you know you started this this dream kind of started in like a dark closet you you were just kind of sitting there you were listening to creed you were having your emotional moment um and it just kind of led you to here and i think that you especially you know you get to these really great moments in your life and you're like yeah i mean even when they contacted you you're like yeah i mean that's kind of cool like i'm not really sure we'll kind of just you know wait until anything happens i don't know if anything is going to you know, happen wait, wait until the paperwork comes in and stuff yeah and then the paperwork came in and you were still kind of like yeah like that's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool and i'm just like what like th what do you mean this is pretty cool this is like this is amazing this is what you wanted this is like this is what you've worked so hard for and and it's funny because while you were like pushing these songs out to different record labels and sampling them and um, just letting people listen to them a little bit, you know, you sometimes you got deterred like, ah, and I'm just like, well, how many people have you really reached out to? Because my, in my head, I'm like, get 100 people, get 300 labels, you know, because like, you're just starting. I mean, this, you're two years into this genre of music and you got a company to recognize you and to sign yeah, you from across the country that's pretty wild i'm yeah. sorry across the country excuse me across <laughs> the world like yeah. in switzerland so right and i think yeah. that's important to talk about too and to celebrate those moments and i know some people are like nah let's like not celebrate all these small victories but i think it, it's a testament to when this started this isn't just something you picked up two years ago and you're just like yeah i mean it's all right no like this is this long journey like sweat tears blood like everything that goes into it and i think that it's always good to like celebrate those victories how big or small you think they are you got it it's a win like yeah here we go but you're still very modest which i appreciate though too yeah you know I feel like do you even really like realize how cool it is sometimes? I don't. I don't sometimes. And um, maybe that's for good or for worse. Maybe one day it'll hit me. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. But I'm excited. I'm excited. And I also think like the moral of uh, of it is, you know, to uh, keep uh, to keep the commitment, you know, to keep that, that passion, that dream alive. Because, you know, things will test you. And I think that if you feel strongly or passionate about something that, you know, you stick with it, even if it's hard, even if, you know, some days you're just you really, really, really don't want to do this anymore. It's too much. You just can't. I'm overwhelmed. Nothing is like working the way or nothing is turning out the way I thought it would. You know, just just take a deep breath and just be at peace for that. Maybe that day, that moment, just like set it aside and just do the next thing that comes to mind that your guilty pleasure. Just enjoy that. Because I guess for me, when I got deterred, that's what I would do. I would just enjoy my guilty pleasure. I would just put on a, a movie on sci-fi or, or, or watch a movie online and just just chill out or watch some YouTube. And then all of a sudden it would just kind of click where I'm just like, like you, you just get into it. You're just like, damn, I just. You know, I, I was like, pretty good. Like, stop? why did I ever stop? You know, mm -hmm. like, and that might have not been later on that night. That might have been like two days, three days later. You know, you might be listening to the song that first initially gave you inspiration like three months ago. Mm -hmm. And you're just thinking about, you're just listening to that same song that you wrote mm -hmm. being like, whoa, that's actually not bad. Like, that's actually like really good. So, you know, I guess my advice too um, is just to 
take take a breath, take a take a break, and just you know come back to it, and not have any pressure to come back to it. Let it come back on its own, mm-hmm. and take as much time as you need to um, let that let the let the fire kind of well let the let the coals kind of ignite again into mm-hmm. a fire. And um, I think that that's that'll work nine times out of ten. I honestly truly believe that. Um, Especially it's kind of like one of those situations like it was if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know like it'll find its way back to you whether you're trying to avoid it or not you know like for you we'll be listening or watching a movie and you're like do you hear that and I'm not I'm like what are you talking about and you're like you don't hear that sound in the background that music and you're like isn't that beautiful and I'm like yeah it's kind of cool but like to you it means so much more because you know how to create it you know the back ends of these things that are really intricate and they mean they're so detailed and they mean so much to you where somebody like me i'm over here i've never really like i watch you work on like logic pro and all of this stuff and i'm like i can't even like it's so overwhelming the different pieces and moving parts to it and so i think for you you really understand appreciate it and enjoy it for what it is and i think that's kind of like you're saying you just need to sometimes take a step back and just say like damn you know just just relax yeah not not no pressure. Life's good, you know. I'm healthy, you know. Yeah. It's all right. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I guess the the thing for me was um now that I'm kind of thinking even more deeper into it is just the the aspect of failing of knowing that like with lacrosse, knowing that I was getting phased out and not really wanting to accept being second string or even getting pushed at back the next year to third string. And just kind of being like that sideline chick. I don't, I was like, I don't want to really get to that point where I'm phased out or fail. So I'm just going to leave. Um, but I don't know. That I guess that didn't really go anywhere else. Like as far as, I don't know. I'm trying to like think of like relationships that I've had, like serious relationships that I've had. I feel like I stuck with it when I shouldn't have. Kind of like the opposite where maybe I, it did. Like I got phased out or the relationship got phased out and I'm just like trying to stick with it. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Getting phased out <laughs> a relationship. But you know, it's weird because you're, you're talking about commitment and like there's different that goes into like jobs or sports or hobbies or relationships. And you know, like does that, does that overarching theme of like just having a hard time being committed, does it have to do with adoption and like failing and maybe letting your birth family down? Because I remember I really wasn't that great at hockey, but I liked hitting people. I like kind of getting that aggression out. Um, I remember being in my garage and I had chalk and I had made this tiny little course for myself in this little garage. And I had always made like acronyms, like, <laughs> like just weird sayings. Like you're, um, you're only as good as you, I don't even know, like these like cheesy quotes. Right. But I wouldn't write them out because I was too embarrassed to like let anybody know what was going in my head. So I would just use the first letter and it would just be this jumbled like blah, blah, blah. And that would be like, I'd write it and I'd get like obsessed with it. And I'd just be like skating in circles because I didn't want to get to a point where I had to give up, but I had given up on so many things that I just, I don't know if, I don't know if that correlates. I don't know if I just, I was too afraid. It's one of those things that are you too afraid to succeed and you might just be too afraid to fail too. If that makes any sense. No, it's like a crazy, like vicious, like, halfway point half-life of some yeah it's like you know it's like that 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 uh experiment that um in that show that we were watching you know where it's like you know the, the cat like took a 
poison behind the a box and you know that he's dead but for some reason like in that moment you don't he's alive and dead at the same time and if you don't open that door he'll stay like that until you open that door and to then confirm. you'll see yeah whether he's alive or dead he you know he's both so yeah i definitely can relate to that i definitely think that you know maybe me being adopted is a catalyst you know a good thing for me sticking to you know my music and my love um like i don't know i, I didn't i didn't i guess i didn't find music music found me um Samuel Hersher, quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I don't, I, I guess when it comes down to it, I don't, I don't really know why sometimes I keep going. I just, I just do. I just love it. I just, I hate it and I love it at the same time. It's just this like thing I have to solve. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. But it's good that you found that because yeah. I think, you know, some people just get caught up in like working that nine to five or staying at that like like McDonald's or whatever kind of job, which is, I'm not saying that's bad, but like when you stay there because you're comfortable and you don't really know, you haven't really ex tried or experimented anything else and you're afraid to leave because you don't know all these unknowns. And I guess it is scary. Like it sucks looking for a job or it sucks starting something else yeah. new and over. And it's kind of like just having to put yourself out there and being scared to get It's um, also rejected. crazy scary too to just live in a, in a job that's like you're okay with for like until you retire. Like, my goodness, like, how long, how many years is that? Like, 50 years? Wow, at the same time. But you're place. also, you've been accepted somewhere. And I guess that's, that's kind of the true. scary thing where you don't want to necessarily leave because you've been. You don't want to, you don't want to go through the whole trials and tribulations of like meeting a new, new people, new wolf pack, you know, yeah. new pack, you know, and all these new, you know, relationship kind yeah. of dynamics of how people work and, you know. When trying to like, navigate that kind of yeah. too i guess like as far as like when you when we were talking about going to interviews and things like that you have to dress up like you're dressing to impress and then for me i always get in like maybe maybe two or three months and i'm like well like do we really have to dress up you know and just yeah. and they're like i mean if you don't want to and i'm like jeans i was gonna say sweatpants but like no i don't wear sweatpants but like jeans and like just like comfy pants all day long because i guess that's yeah. kind of you know it's kind of like easing in slowly yeah yeah, so, you know, I guess uh, my advice to you guys is to just, you know, keep going through with that uh, that uh, passion, desire that, you know, you always wanted to do. Could be anything, you know. And I guess don't let somebody tell you it's not, um, like, like, if you're at a job and you just genuinely don't like it, I mean, yeah, stick with it for a bit to make sure you don't like it, but don't. Don't let somebody be like, well, you should just stick around six months or you should stick around a year. Like, don't, don't do that. And you also know? reverse like, too. Somebody's like, yo, like this place is whack. Like I'm, I'm out of here. Like it might be whack for them, but it might work perfectly for you too. So I think that also something to keep into in mind, you know, as well. Cause I, I've been like that too. I've, yeah. I've definitely had employees like, yo, like I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Like this place is like trash. Like, but You've been here how many how many years longer than I have, and it's working just fine for me. So I'm not gonna uproot and and go 80 degrees out of a whim of your opinion of the workplace too. So yeah. it's also something to keep into account too. But um, yeah, I would love to hear any of your guys' stories of uh, you know any kind of passions that you guys have, and if the, you know you were in rocky times, I definitely love to hear about that and uh, get some perspective on it. 
any kind of commitment issues you've had in the past, whether it was like relationship or yeah, whether it I was jobs hear about or that. anything. That's, that, that sounds pretty interesting. Feel free to comment down below or, uh, you know, contact us on my so our, our social medias. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great night and a great morning. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace.